The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Well, now it's good morning to uh, Professor Luke O'Neill, Professor of Biochemistry at Trinity College Dublin, who's coming to us from Republic of Work in Cork. Luke, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How's it going? It's going very well. Did you find it hard or easy to get up at the crack of dawn today? Very hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a night owl, as we're going to be discussing. You're a night owl, because that's what we want to talk about. Half six, half six this morning, Pat, today. I'm, I'm doing yeah. some work in Cork here. Up at half six, it was really struggle, actually. Yeah, so... Yeah. So um, some people will know which they are. Other people may, you know, be bad at both ends of the day. Um, so what defines a night owl? What defines a morning lark? Yeah, the world divides, Pat, actually, into the night owls and morning larks. And if you're a night owl, you love staying up late, basically, and you might be going to bed at one and two in the morning, you know, that kind of time. You, you come alive at night, kind of. You know? Whereas the morning lark people, they're up at the crack of dawn almost, and they're they're buzzing, you know, from that point, and they get tired at night, you know. It's called chronotype, by the way, and it's been, it's been known for a number of years that people divide into those two different chronotypes. And, of course, the question is why, and is one better than the other, and so on. And lots of recent research has been done on this. And it's all about the body clock, obviously, we have an internal... Yeah body clock ticking away inside us. Before we we talk about how you might vary your body clock, clock, first of all, is it innate? I mean, if you grew up in a household where mum or dad said, out of the bed, half six, time to get up, um, da-da-da, or on the other hand, you had mum or dad saying, sure, you need your sleep, love. (laughs) Sleep as long as you like. I mean, does, is it at that formative age that your chronotype is established or is it innate? No, it seems to be an eight, exactly. It's genetic, partly, actually. It seems to run in families. You know, whole families of night owls and whole families of morning larks. There's something genetic about it, you see, which sets that. And they're finding certain genes. There's a gene called PER2, period two, for instance, linked into this. And you have one version makes you an owl, you know. So it does seem to be an eight. But as you say, you can overcome it, remember. And if you manage to change your habits, you might be able to shift the clock. And it's, it's a set of nerves in the brain, pack called the suprachiasmatic nucleus. We, we even know where the clock is in our brains. That sets, that's ticking. The strange thing is, is, Pat, it's out of kilter with the 24-hour cycle that we have on Earth. You know, our body clock runs at 24 hours, 12 minutes a day, which is a strange one. Now, why, why wouldn't it be exactly the same as the 24 mm. hours? One idea is we might have evolved it when, when the day was that long. You know, maybe, you know, a million years ago, the, the, the length of a day was 24 hours and 12 minutes and the Earth slowed down. Our body clock hasn't changed. So we're slightly off kilter. And then very importantly, it's, it's reset then every day. Every day you reset this clock because it's running a bit slow, you know. And of course, the sunlight is the big reason setter and that's why we need to expose ourselves to sunlight to reset the clock to stop it running at this slightly late uh, late pace mm. now uh, the, the people who are kind of out of sync you know the idea uh, you know the old uh, wives tale if that's what it is that the number of hours sleep you get before midnight is far better value to you than the number of hours you get after midnight um, and you know is that to do with light that if you go to sleep with the sunset and wake up the dawn you're in harmony with nature that's right that's exactly it, precisely. And very important, this, this recent study part that's important, they've shown that if you get exposed to morning light, that's especially effective at resetting your clock, you know, to make sure you're not going to stay up all night. But you'll, you'll fall asleep a bit earlier if you expose yourself to morning sunlight. And a really uh, important study, I think, that they got lots of night owls who went to bed on average at 3am, can you believe it? And they're middle of 
their sleep cycle was 7 a.m., you know, when we're all waking up, you know, and they, they forced them to get up earlier and expose them to, to morning light, if you like, and they reset their clocks and, and they began to go to, go to bed a bit earlier. And very importantly, about reported less depression and less stress because it looks like as if it's tied into mood and depression. You know? So if you can get up earlier, you may reset your own tendencies a bit, you know, and then obviously it's, it's innate, so it's hard to overcome that. But even still, you can reset your clock and then less stress, which is a really important outcome from that study, really. Yeah. Now, one of the other things is the electric light and what it did for our sleep. Because obviously before the electric light, and let's cast gas aside as well, and you had the oil lamps and so on. But at a time before that, when the only light you had was a candle or the electric fire, or the, sorry, the open fire in the hearth, um, you probably, you know, went to bed earlier because there was no telly. What else was there to do but sleep? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and another really good study, but recently again, the, the science of this keep, keeps advancing. They've looked at the, the, uh, societies in Brazil, villages in Brazil of all places, who only recently got electricity, you see. And the ones that have electricity for longer, there's inclined to be more night owls. And the ones that have electricity more recently, there's less night owls. Because what's happening is that that electric light bulb is disrupting your clock, basically, and turning people into night owls is what that study has concluded. You know, So again, you're right, after the Industrial Revolution or whatever, it looks like that created more night owls basically because that, that unnatural light keeps messing with our clock basically whereas the natural clock that, the natural light that, that's there you know on earth and so on that, that, that regulates the clock more accurately in a way Now uh, the question is whether you have to change your lifestyle to fit your chronotype or you try to alter your chronotype for instance you know you rock into work at um, half ten instead of nine and you say to your employer uh, sorry, boss, it's my chronotype. <laughs> I'm no good to use an excuse. Yeah, no, that, that's true. There, there's studies showing your, your chronotype should be consistent with your working day. If you're a night owl, you're much better off having meetings later in the morning or in the early afternoon than earlier, you know. And what's really good for is teenagers are inclined to have very strange cycles, as we know, and they're inclined to be more night owlish, say, than adults are. So the question of when should you start the school day? Because most of them are still half asleep at nine o'clock in the morning, you know, they won't learn very much. So the idea there would be we should maybe modify the school day to start a bit later to take into account the teens and the other thing that's really interesting is teens are inclined to wake up a lot and there's one study showing that on average a teenager wakes three times during the night and guess what they do they check their phone and that really messes with their clock because obviously the light's coming off the phone then there's a blue light in particular that's, that disturbs the clock if you like and again the people are thinking is that why there's more stress and anxiety because if teens keep waking up keep zapping themselves with light in the middle of the night that really messes with their body clocks and can then give rise to stress and even depression you know? so again it's, it, there's a serious side to these studies as well to try to improve things I guess. Yeah um, if you try to mess with the, the chronotype then um, you know what does it do at the weekend because once you get into a, a regime of waking up I mean I would wake up before six every morning and uh, even on the weekends I tend to wake up just before six and then I say to myself, you don't have to get up. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> Check right. what day is it. What day is it? I don't have to get up. And I can go back to sleep. So what that's, you know, do I not get enough sleep routinely? In, yeah, you're messing you know, with your clock. I can't drop off again. 
at weekends you can mess with your clock pattern, disrupt it again. That the advice is get up, get a bit of sunlight. I mean, one thing that this study that struck me was a good thing to do is try and get up early, get exposed to natural light as early as you can, and that will set your clock in the right orientation, basically, you know, and then prevent these unwanted effects of the disturbed clock. So at the weekends, if people can get up, maybe expose yourself to sunlight for half an hour and then go back to bed. That might be the way to do it, you know. Yeah, one of the problems, of course, is now getting up at the time I do, it's still dark. So yeah. I don't know whether that messes with my chronotype or not. Now, there there is a health implication depending on which chronotype you are, and it's to do with your heart and um, yeah. diabetes. That's right. Now, that was the important finding literally just a few days ago. This is why I thought it'd be good to talk about. So a very recent study, night owls are more at risk of heart disease and diabetes. And there's a very clear correlation now with that, you know, and it's statistically significant. Now, it's a risk factor. Obviously, you can be a night owl and not get diabetes, but still, it's a risk factor for heart disease and diabetes. And they know why, Pat, they've, they've shown if you're a night owl, you're less likely to burn fat, strangely. Whereas if you're a morning lark, you burn more fat in your body. And of course, that, the buildup of fat, of course, is one risk for heart disease and also diabetes. So there's a metabolic difference, if you like, in night owls versus morning larks. And, and one thing that struck me, that maybe if you force a night owl to get up early, that disturbs their metabolism. You know, Whereas if the night owl was allowed to live in the way they want, they may well be able to burn more fat is the idea. But that metabolic difference is, is, has come up from this study. And of course, for, for doctors then, they might be able to look at that as a risk factor. And they might ask you, are you a night owl or a morning lark? And then maybe look to see if you have diabetes or mm. you have a risk of, of, of heart disease. So it could be useful in that regard, you know. Do we have a breakdown percentage-wise uh, of larks and owls? We, we do. I think it's about 30% of inclined to be owls. That's sort of range. It'll vary, though. The trouble is different populations have different levels of these things. It's quite hard to pin down. Uh, and, and in fact, some countries, Pat, there's more night owls than morning larks. I think maybe in Ireland it could be 50-50, for instance, you know, if it's studied it systematically. But there is, a, it, on it, average, it we're, inclined, we're more inclined to be morning larks than night owls. Yeah. The implications, though, in, in the classroom, in the yeah. office, those meetings you talk about, uh, the night owls for that two in the afternoon meeting are just coming into their own that's and right. the larks are, you know, on the way to the, the mid-afternoon nap. Doze, but yeah. And especially in school. It's a serious suggestion in the US to start the school day later because the kids will benefit and so will the teachers, obviously, as well. Trying to get a kid to learn at 9am may not be the best thing. Luke, thank you very much for joining us from the Republic of Work in Cork. Luke O'Neill, Professor of Biochemistry at Trinity College in Dublin. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.